Welcome to Wise Cracks Radio Hour. Our story begins in the fall of 2017. Doctors Charles Lindsay and Wagner Rourke were working on an experiment in their subatomic quantum laboratory late one night as a powerful storm rolled through their town. A bolt of lightning struck their lab and caused an accident that sent them back in time to the year 1947. They awoke to find themselves in a recording studio housed in a radio station, the same building that would one day be their scientific laboratory. The station manager found them and mistakenly thought that they were the janitorial crew, putting them to work immediately. The doctors didn't argue and soon had enough money to rent a small apartment. Let's join them now at the radio station and see how they're getting along. Man, Chuck, I had a terrible time sleeping last night. I couldn't stop thinking about the incident. I know what you mean, but I don't, I don't think we should be talking about this here. There's people around. If we don't knock out some more of these recordings, Brimble's going to kick us to the curb. We're not going to have access to the equipment we need to help us get back. Okay, let's get busy then. But first, we've got to get some coffee. Say, boys, the cleaning lady told me you fellas have been burning the midnight oil. I appreciate you guys working so hard, see, but don't expect any extra cash in your pay packets, understand? And don't forget to hit the time clock when you leave. Hmm. Time clock. So you think the boss just hangs out in the break room until we get here every day? I guess. He's always just sitting there. <laughs> Let's just go to the studio. Hey, what have we got on reels this morning? I'll have a look. Oh, robots. Beep, bop, boop. All the time that I was alone, I thought I'd what I would do. If only I did. And then I saw the robot. Robot? She said but. <laughs> Science fiction adventures in the world of tomorrow, the years beyond 2000 A.D. Oh, I miss those days. 2000 Plus presents The Robot Killer. I swear you said robot. I really hope this is about robots. So, you are Mr. Samuel Donaldson. ABC yes, News. Happy Sam, they call me. Who's right they? I have friends who think your television program is very funny. Funny Strange or funny haha? That's a living Professor Strager. Now, may I see the mechanical man I'm giving away as the jackpot prize on my show next week? It is not a mechanical man, Mr. Donaldson. The correct word is robot. R-O-B-U-T-T. I know, I know. This robot is a supreme achievement of our electronics division. Skynet. We worked on it for six years. We'll do whatever it is instructed to do. I simply do not understand how the management of this corporation can think of giving it away to this public, to this magnificent mechanism. Oh, so it is mechanical, man. This corporation sponsors my TV show. We're on 1,246 stations. We're telecast in three-dimensional color. Whoa, and the 3D TV. Sam show is the number two favorite in the country. The what country? The thinks it would be a good advertising gimmick to offer a super jackpot prize, a mechanical man, a robot. And I never argue with a sponsor. I'm kind now, of a big please, deal. I see what I've come to see. All right, young man, I have no choice. Come along. Why do they keep saying robot? You keep saying that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Long way away. There it is. Experimental robot 23. 22 others got tired of being yeah, called robot until they left. He's really something, Professor. Six feet tall, shiny metal, flexible fingers. He's dreaming. How does he work? Very simply, his electronic controls respond to ultra-high frequency waves. Oh, UHF. We'd watch Bob Ross. 
Speak into the microphone, though. Robert will do whatever you order him to. Make me a sandwich. Virtually. Robot 23 has an electronic brain. Try for yourself, yeah. Okay. Sing Sweet Adeline. Sweet Adeline. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The best scientific brains in the country worked for six years for a robot. Dude, I think that CD is scratched. He should be on the voice. <laughs> it really tried to sing. It tried. Oh, he's very clever, Professor. Hey, he wants this. Pick up that broom in the corner and sweep the floor. Oh, boy, the housewives who watch my program will love this. That's sexist. What's wrong with being sexy? What? I'll be darned. Look at that. He's doing it. <laughs> what could go wrong? He's doing it. Okay, okay, stop sweeping. What a gadget. What a giveaway. What a crock. Now, let's see. Something for the kitties, and I'll... Hey, what is that? That kitten is the pet of Dr. Broderick of the physics laboratory, and I assure you, you cannot give that away. I don't want to give the kitten away. I just want a little heartthrob on the show for the youngsters. Here, kitty. Come here, kitty. Now, 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 kitty. Now, down the floor you go. Now, down the floor. Go ahead. And we'll show how gentle and friendly our jackpot prize robot is with Pat. Now, give me the mic. Mr. Donaldson, what are you going to do now? Okay, Robot 23, go over to the kitten. Pick it up and pet the kitty. Nice kitty. <laughs> what could go wrong? Oh, he's playing the drums. <laughs> Look at that. Isn't that sweet? Boy, what a camera shot on the air. <laughs> Hey, what's he doing? Robot 23, drop the kitten. Drop the kitten. Drop kitten. What? Oh, poor Tabby. Why, he... He he killed a kitten. Robot, get the mop. Broke its neck. He tried to pet it, and he killed it. You see what comes when... When fools play with science. Oh. No good will come of giving this robot away to the public. I warn you, no good will come of it. Domo arigato, Mr. Robato. Domo, 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 Domo. Domo arigato, Mr. Robato. Hello, this is Happy Sam the Happy Man, welcoming you to another half hour of mirth and melody. Boys, how about a fanfare? I thought they called it Eisenfest. Now, you know that every week, for the past four weeks, our grand super jackpot has been growing and growing. At this moment, these are the sensational prizes in that jackpot. A brand new stuffed kitten. A free rocket plane trip for two to Paris, flying in the new 150-passenger luxury rocket cruiser at 60,000 feet, only three hours and ten minutes from New York to Paris. But you'll have to find your own way back. A Caddy Atomic-Powered Sports Roadster, the automobile that never needs gas Oh, man, they really pegged the year 2000. (laughs) A Krylon man suit tailored to your measure. Krylon is the wonder fabric guaranteed to last 100 years. And with this suit, a special set of 14 different Krylon chemical colors. Dip that suit in the color you prefer. Wear it, then change the color with another rinse. The suit is always pressed, always perfect. 14 suits in one. A complete wardrobe on your back. Plaid is, is my favorite. Cry on and the one Corduroy thing is my money cannot buy more money. Oh. Yes, $10,000 cash. Or $9.20 in the year 2000. Money. <laughs> and now tonight, we add one more prize. 
A prize so fantastic and wonderful, nothing like it has ever been offered to a lucky winner before. This prize is a supreme achievement of modern science. It is an entire retinue of servants in one amazing machine. It is a slave to your every command. And here it is, Michael the Mechanical Man. Ooh, Michael the Mechanics? All I need is a miracle. Thank you, very much. thank you, thank you. And now, now to determine who wins this giant jackpot and who wins this mechanical marvel, Michael the Mechanical Man, a thousand slaves. Whoa, robot lives matter, bro. Now, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, each and every one of you millions of people watching this program on your visit screens are receiving this program via microwave. And now our computators are in action. They are they are channeling every microwave reception on this program. On the popcorn setting there. Center disc stops. If your television set is on, if you're the lucky person, you win the jackpot. Wait now, wait. The computator has finished. The engineer signals that the spinner disc is slowing down. Joe Lewis with a knockout. We picked up a set who had us tuned in. Our pretty model is walking across the stage with a name. Thank you, honey. And now, no touching. the name you've all been waiting to hear. 423 North Glencoe Boulevard in Martin Hills, New York. Apartment 5B. Mr. John Hannell. Dude, Mr. I've seen his John Facebook profile. Hannell. He should not have a robot. Robot. I've heard it both ways. Sit down, Mr. Hannell. My practiced medical eye, judging from the smile on your face, tells me that you're pretty happy that Mrs. Hannold is being released from the hospital today. No, it's not only that, Doctor. Don't tell me you haven't heard of my other good piece of luck. Everyone in town's been calling me for hours before I left for the hospital. Another good piece of luck? No, I haven't heard. Why, I went some fabulous prizes on a giveaway show, including $10,000. That's like (laughs) $9.22 in the year 2000. I also got a trip to Paris, the mechanical man, and Lord knows what. That's wonderful. I congratulate you. However, I think I will forget that trip to Paris for a while. What? In fact, Paris has been invaded by robots. Before telling Mrs. Hanold about your good fortune. Why, Doctor? Mr. Hanold. After your wife's illness, she suffered a nervous breakdown. She became mentally unstable. But she's pretty good now, thanks to what the hospital has done. A steady diet of Skittles. when you take her home, she must feel she's returning to her normal life. And winning $10,000 prizes isn't very normal. Oh, I see. I I I should dump her. The main thing we want to avoid is a relapse. (laughs) She should have a few neighbors who can drop in and see her now and then. I'll ask the milkman. He's always there for some reason. She lives in the apartment next to us on our floor. Yes, yes. Your wife mentioned her occasionally. Do they get along all right? Well, she's never really seen her, only on Facebook. Nothing. I just wondered. Well, Mrs. Hanover's waiting for you. I know you're very anxious to get her home. Well, have Mrs. Hanover come in, please. Hello, nurse. In a month or so, she'll be fine. Oh, here she is now. Hello, Mrs. Hanover. Mary, darling, am I glad to see you. Hello, John. Hello, Doctor. Yeah, what did I tell you? Doesn't she look fine? Oh, she certainly does. Hubba, John, hubba. how good it is to be going home. I'm as excited as a schoolgirl. Well, don't get too excited. You've got to take it easy for a while. Is that what the doctor says? He's such a worry bird. Oh, the rare African worry bird. Mrs. Hamilton, you'll just be fine. See? That's sexist. What's wrong with being sexy? You've been very kind. I'll drop in from time to time to see you. Well, goodbye, Mrs. Hamilton. Goodbye, Doctor. All right, here, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I love love She said.
John, I can hardly believe it. Well, the doctor told me to wait until you got home before telling you. $10, I'm pregnant. $10,000. And the trip to Ferris. Think of it. Oh, I hope we can take it in the summer during my vacation. And a mechanical slave, John. Where will we put it? In the oh, love shack. You're not supposed to get excited. Oh, my boy, who can help oh, it? The crazy things they give away. Oh, I'll see who it is. Candy Graham. Hello, John. Oh, hello, Virginia. Who is it, darling? Why, it's, uh, it's Virginia. Come out, Virginia. No, Don't I just had to come and tell you how wonderful it is. You're being back and all those wonderful prizes. It was very nice of you to come in, Virginia. And thank you for the supper you prepared for my homecoming. I was delighted with you, darling. When John asked me... John asked you to... Well, you are crazy. Yes, you were so happy you were coming back. Well, John, does Mary's being home call for a celebration? Can't we have a drink? It's 8 a.m. I don't know, Virginia. Mary's supposed to get rest. Still, well, I suppose one sip won't hurt. But I have to go out and get something, though. I- I'll be right back. Uh, I left my robot running. <sighs> Darling, when you get your prizes, I'll have cause to be jealous of you. Cigarette? No, thanks. Yes, it is. Jealous? Why? Well, you'll have two men. John and the robot. Poor little me, a bachelor gal all alone. Well, you do smell. You know, I really think you ought to give me one of them. Which one would you like to have? <laughs> Darling, what a silly question. The mechanical man, of course. He doesn't drop ashes on the rugs. He'll, he'll wash the dishes and put out the cat. Oh, he'll, he'll put the cat out, all right. He'll to me. No, I really I want a robot man. What did you expect me to be? I don't understand. But I do. In the hospital, I began to understand a lot of things. I know the doctors thought something happened to my mind, but all that happened was that it became very clear, very sharp. And for the first time, I began to think clearly. It was all those skittles. Darling, I I think this excitement's been too much for you. I shouldn't have come in. Because I was here. Is that why you shouldn't have come in? You're wrong, Mary. Everything you're thinking is wrong. John would come to the hospital only once a day. But he was working. Some days he wouldn't come at all. Oh, Mary, you know he has to go out of town on business once in a while. I know many things. I would lie in my hospital bed and the shadows would whisper to me. They would say, where is John now? Why you lie in an antiseptic bed in a hospital room that is as cold as a surgeon's knife, cutting your memory to pieces. Reese's pieces sound good right now. Don't go. John will be back in a moment. I I have a headache. I've got to go. But what will John say when you are not here? He'll say, where's my girlfriend? You are darling. You poor, sick Mary. Everybody had loud shoes back then. Say, if I only had a mechanical killing machine. Sweet. Ominous music. Ominous music. Makes me want to dance. That robot's quite a guy, isn't it? He looks something like the Tin Woodman of Oz. Except with more personality. Well, I doubt so, but he can do any of the things they said on that program. Oh, my guess is they'll have to sell him for junk or give him away to some kids. Well, let's see. You put your right foot in. Turn on the racket switch for power. And then just talk into the microphone. Use simple phrases and precise instructions. Well... 
What should I tell him to do? He's your boyfriend. Tell him boyfriend? To, tell him to move the green chair about two feet back in the corner. Okay. Move green chair back two feet into corner. You're not the boss of me. John, he's walking. That's the darndest thing I ever saw. If I could walk that way, I wouldn't need a doctor. He did it. He's going to be all right. John, does he have a name? A name? I don't be silly. He must have a name. He's almost like a person. Well, does he talk to? What is your name? My name is Rosie, Mr. Jensen. <laughs> Do you have a name? Johnny Five. He can't talk. Don't ask him a question. Tell him to tell you. Do as the direction says. Tell me your name. Experimental Robot 23. Robot 23. I'll just call you Kilroy. Oh, it's wonderful. Well, well, what Dreamy. Can't stand there staring at us. There's nothing for him to do around here. The poker, that steel poker in the fireplace. What about it? He looks so strong. Tell him, tell him to bend it. Bend it? Well, Mary, that's solid steel. He's just a tin toy with electronic nerve. Please, John. Tell him. But that's my favorite He'll probably poker. Get a short circuit or something, straining himself. Then we will have to jump him. Oh, all right, all right. Band poker there. Oh, band dude, still poker is my favorite metal band. I see, just picked it up. But nothing's happening. Bend it. Bend it. Like Beckham. You see, I took. Good Lord. Bending the steel as if it were taffy. Oh, still taffy. What other albums? Still taffy. It's almost as if, as if he threw it down, disdaining of showing off. She's Why seen him with a kitten. It's dangerous, Mary. Dangerous and frightening. I'm going to dismantle. No. No, wait. Don't get so excited about it. You know what the doctor said. Don't dismantle John. Please. All right. All right. All right. All right. You insist. Remember, Mary. You're not to give him any orders, except when I'm home. Darling, I wouldn't do anything that wouldn't be right for me. Well, maybe a nice foot massage. Two o'clock. Almost four hours until John comes home. From Virginia's. Lock the door. Light the candles. And now to make him come to life again. And watch The Bachelor with me. Speak to me. Say to me, hello, Mary. Hello, Mary. Hello, Robert 23. How nice of you to visit me. Every day you visit me. Why do you do that, tell me? Because I love you. Nice robot, Mary. I love you. Because you love me. Oh, Robert 23, how handsome and strong you are. And you are mine. You do what I want you to do. You are my slave. Say to me, I am your slave. I am your... Boogerman. That's what I am. The you gave me last year there. The blue one. Destroy that vase. Oh, no. Not the priceless Ming. It's a slow robot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Robot 23, very much. Of all the things in the world I have, you are the most wonderful. Because you love me and obey me and would do anything for me. Anything. 
open the door. Someone there. It can't be John. It's much too early for John. Land shark. I'll see who it is. You will wait for me. Wait, as you always do. You. Yes. Hello, Mary. I'm sorry to disturb you. What do you want? This package was delivered to my door. Something you probably ordered by phone. It's marked 5D, but your name's on it. Should yes, he means double D. Yes, from the grocery. Oh, is that the mechanical man standing in the living room? That's oh, I know. That's 23. Does he really work? He's awfully big and clumsy looking. That's he hot. He visit me. He's mine. He doesn't love you. Cool. doesn't love of course not, Mary. Of course not. I'm sorry to have disturbed you. Is there anything I can do for you? No, no, nothing. Go away. No, wait. I need some Skittles prescriptions picked up. You saw her, didn't you? Say, yes, I saw her. Yes, I saw her. Saw standing there. John. John is the one I love, and you, you love me. Say, I love you. You're the one that I love. I the one I want to love. Ooh, 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 robot. You must destroy her the way we destroyed the babe. Now that you've seen her, you know my secret. And you will kill her for me because you are my slave. Say, I will kill her. She's the one that I kill. The one I want to kill. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Robot. Flute solo. Hello? Hello? John, this is Virginia. Oh, hello, Virginia. This is a pleasant surprise. Come on, Virginia. Why are you calling me? It's about Mary. Mary? Something about Mary. Something happened? What is it? I rang your doorbell a few minutes ago. One of Mary's packages had been delivered to me by mistake. She came to the door. Yes? The, the double double bra. Very strangely. Particularly when I asked about the mechanical man, the robot. Well, what do you mean, Virginia? Strangely. She wouldn't let me come in and look at him. She said he... He didn't love me. What? They haven't found he was love? In a strange, well, a strange mental state. John, are you sure she's all right? Virginia, listen, the robot wasn't moving or doing anything, was it? Not that I could notice. But Mary's attitude and her odd remarks... I knew I shouldn't have accepted that tin monster. I'll get home as soon as I can, Virginia. Sooner or later comes down to thing. Might as well be. Eight, six, seven, five, three, Hello? Jenny? Dr. Rosenblatt, this is John Hanold. Oh, yes, Mr. Hanold. A neighbor just called me. Mary's acting strangely. I'm worried. Well, she is a woman. Mr. Hanold. Well, we won some prizes on a TV show a few days ago, and one of them was a mechanical man, a robot. Oh, yes, you told me about it. And the robot, in my opinion, is a dangerous gadget. Well, anyway, one of the neighbors reported that Mary is talking strangely about it. Kind of like this. Uh, 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 the apartment. It'll take me about half an hour to get there. Uh, Mr. Hanold, I hope you'll forgive me, but you've got to expect that neighbors with all the goodwill in the world tend to exaggerate the ex- actions of the people whom they've known to have been mentally ill. I'm sure there's nothing to be alarmed about. Yes, but, Doctor, this neighbor is a good friend and an intelligent woman. Hot, too. I've had a lot of experience in these matters, Mr. Harold. Robots? However, to ease your mind, I'll try to drop over sometime this evening or in the morning. We'll have a talk about it. I'm in a meeting now. And he answered the phone. (laughs) All right, Doctor. If you say so. Thanks very much. 
Hello, Hello, Judy's Pizza. This is John. Yes, John. I just spoke to the doctor. He thinks there's nothing to worry about, but, well, I wonder if you'd do me a great favor. Of course, John. What is it? I'd like a large pepperoni. I'd to clean up at the desk, so I can't get home right away. I wonder if you'd go in and stay with Mary until I get there. But, John, I... Frankly, I'm a little frightened. Chicken. Really, Virginia. After all, what can happen? Coming up next on Robots Gone Wild. Row, row, row your butt. The door again. The door. Publisher's Clearinghouse. The 23 and I'll come back to you. Say, I will wait for you. I will wait Not. for you. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Kill you. Lance, Mary, I wonder if I could visit with you for a while. Why? Why do you want to visit with me? Why, darling, I'm your neighbor. And I thought it would be very nice if we had tea. And some Twinkies. Uh, don't you want me to come in, Mary? Yes. Yes, I do want you to come in. Come in and meet Rosa 23. Also known as Skynet T-1000. Mary, he's moved since I saw him last. He was standing by the fireplace when I was at the door before. And now he's by the sofa. Not the sofa! Darling, that lovely vase I gave you and Johnny. It's broken. At least it wasn't a kitten. Broken in a million pieces. I had him do it. And I liked it. it. He did it. What do you mean? You know what I mean. You and your lies and your deceit. Mary, what are you doing? Why are you picking up that microphone? I gotta sing. Yes, I love John. And you won't destroy my love. You won't. Rufus 23, don't you? Get her. Get her. Mary. Mary. Anyone can outrun that thing. You can outwalk that thing. I can outsleep that thing. Run for (laughs) it. Run. I distinctly heard a ruckus. We forced our way in here. The robot was moving toward this young lady here. I, I, I tried to get away. Whenever I went, it came after me. Rule number one, cardio. Mary wanted to kill me, John. Kill me. Doctor, how's Mary? Is she all right? I've given her a sedative, Mr. Arnold. I'll take her back to the hospital in a few hours. With all this excitement... Yeah, however, I'm sure she'll be all right in another month or two. But she tried to kill me. She tried to kill me. For some reason, she was jealous of you. But now that we know her obsession, we can treat it psychiatrically. And yeah, what's she'll be all right, Doctor. She won't try to kill again. And I think what might have happened to Virginia. Mr. Handold, nothing would have happened. You see, your wife told the robot to kill. But that was not an instruction the robot could carry out. What do you mean, Professor? What's it you good said for? yourself the robot was going toward Virginia. For a nice of course, vacation. because your wife said go to her. A simple physical action the robot is capable of performing due to its directional mechanism. 
However, the command kill is not sufficiently explicit. Yeah, tell the cat. The robot cannot kill in general. Must have step-by-step instructions as to how the command is to be carried out. Like pet the kitten? You see, Mr. Hanel, I might put it this way. To strike out blindly, to kill without thinking, requires an emotional drive, the capacity to hate. And that the robot cannot do. It is, after all... A machine, not a human being. Or robot. Wait, there is a robot. (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed this time with our friends, Charlie and Wagner. What will happen to them in the future? Will they ever get home? Or are they destined for a life of lousy old radio dramas? Wisecracks Radio Hour is written and produced by Aaron Lindsay and Sean Rourke. Dr. Charlie is played by Aaron Lindsay. Dr. Wagner is played by Sean Rourke. Mr. Brumbles is played by Craig Underhill. And I'm your announcer, Lori Lindsay. Please connect with us on social media. Our Twitter handle and Facebook ID is Wisecracks Radio. Our website is wisecracksradio.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for another exciting episode. Thank you.